Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 260 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, May 26th, 2012. It is Memorial Day weekend on tonight's show. That's right, Kat is back by popular demand. Yes, she is the person who has <laughs> catapulted us into the top 10 of our category. We'll talk about that. And uh, we'll talk about a lot of uh, interesting stories this week. Uh, Kat will have her uh, American Idol uh, finale uh, update opinion, what she thought about it. And we have some interesting stories here for you tonight. And um, all that and a lot more uh, coming up on episode 260 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. The night shift starts right now. Of course, we're honoring Robin Gibbs tonight and also the Bee Gees and we'll be playing that during the break so here we go we'll start this out here's the night shift starting right now
welcome to the show. Uh, that is usually passionate about medicine and social media, uh, but we're having a lot of fun tonight. This is the Night Shift Show here on the Block Talk Radio Network. I'm your host. My name is Mike Savella, and uh, the show is usually about just you know some medicine, family medicine stuff. But it's all about fun tonight. Uh, I want you to check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. Shout out to all the people. Following me on Twitter, all 9,125 people. Thank you so much for that. And I'll also shout out to all 396 people who like the Facebook page. Thank you so much. Today is Saturday, May 26, 2012. It is 9 p.m. Eastern time. And still here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it feels like 80 degrees Fahrenheit. And how has your weekend been going there, kids? And uh, I do want to thank everybody for your support of the show. Last week vaulted us into the top ten. We had a lot of live listens last week. Thank you so much for that. Hopefully that will continue here tonight. We will we will earn your trust to listen to the show here tonight. Um, and I already have an announcement here. There will be no show next weekend. There will be no night shift show because it's my birthday. And I'm uh, going to be out celebrating. And uh, you can... Keep up with me on Twitter and Facebook uh, because it'll be documented. And of course, if, if I need somebody to bail me out of jail, you, you know who you are. Get the bail money ready. Uh, so, cats coming up in a little bit, and uh, we have a lot to talk about here on this uh, long two-hour show here tonight. It's going to fly by quickly, and uh, we're going to get started here in a little bit. But I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a featured host here on the network. Thank you so much for that. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005, and if you're curious, yes, I'm a real doctor. We won't talk about that tonight, but uh, but yes, I am in real life. That's right. Uh, so we will uh, take a break here, and uh, I will get Kat's uh, music here ready <laughs> uh, because Cat uh, is sick tonight, yeah, but she's still here because she's a trooper and she's awesome, and we'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit. You're listening to The Night Shift Show, which is uh, the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. Uh, here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network, a member of the uh, ProMed Network a podcast. You can get that by going to ProMedNetwork.com. And uh, Kat is coming up right after this. This is our short little break here. It's, I haven't played her Cat uh, Scratch music here for a while. And Cat's uh, coming up right after this here on the Night Shift Show. <laughs> to the Night Shift Show here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, and I think Kat actually does have Cat's Grinch Fever here tonight. Kat, Kat, how are you doing there, my dear? <laughs> I'm suffering with some, some cat scratch fever. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, well, everybody. You- well, you know, Kat, you, you got that you got that deep, uh, you know, uh, Demi Moore voice. So just like, how you doing? All right. Well, I mean, I know I have a deep voice to begin with, so. You know, now it's going to be, like, real bad. But, I mean, I don't actually sound as bad as I did before. So it could be the cold medicine I took. You know, I've been taking very good care of myself today. I've been resting. Okay. Huh? I've been getting plenty of fluids. I had some homemade chicken soup. 
And I've been watching the Mary Tyler Moore Marathon on Hallmark all day long. Yay for Mary Tyler Moore Marathon. Wow. Mary Tyler Moore, huh? I love that show. <laughs> well, what do you love about that show there, Kat? I don't know. I just always loved it. But I was very excited that they had a marathon today. Um, and I was supposed to work today, but I actually got canceled. I didn't even have to call in. But see, here's the crazy part. It's like they called me like about 4.45 this morning to tell me I was canceled. 4.45? And when they canceled, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, you know, I'm like, oh, good. But when I, now, of course, I was half asleep when I answered the phone. But when I remember when I get when I got canceled, I didn't feel bad. Like I, I'm just like, okay, cool. And I hung up and went back to sleep. I woke up a few hours later, and my nose was running all over the place. It's like, so it's you know I wouldn't have known I was sick until I would have gotten to work, and it would have sucked having to work feeling the way I feel. So, yeah, I was just lucky to get to get canceled. So. Because, it, you know, working when you don't feel good is, is never fun. No, Especially no. With what I do. It's never fun. And, and you, you don't want to get other people sick around you. But I, I, th- I think it's your job that made you sick because, you know, if, if they didn't call you, then, then you wouldn't be sick. What do you think about that, Kat? Well, it may have got me sick yesterday because when I worked yesterday, we were so busy. It was another one of those busy, you know, well, we're always busy, but. You know, we had, like, I think 25 deliveries, and they were still going when we left. You know, they got well over 30. They probably got 40 or so babies yesterday, you know. Um, But I think what was going on was they were trying to get them all out of the way since it's Memorial Day weekend, so the doctors were just trying to get as many as they could so they didn't have to come in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, those darn doctors coming in on the weekend. <laughs> I can't believe those people. They're slackers. They exhausted me. They exhausted me. They really did. But uh, they probably had a nice day today. But still, I mean, even just, you know, even a little bit when you're at work is just and you don't feel good, it's like, blah. And it's, I'm, I'm, I don't ever want to be at work having to wear a mask. You know, if I'm ever in the hospital, unless I'm in the OR or in isolation for some reason. I don't want to see my caregivers wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't want to does see that, my caregivers, <laughs> especially does if that freaks you out, or what? That freaks you out, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you know, would you want to see your caregiver wearing a mask? Well, I don't want, want to see my care. I'm, I don't want to see my caregiver like coughing all over me with stuff either. So I don't know. Well, no, well, that's, well, of course, no, I'd rather, I guess, yeah, okay, I'd rather see them with a mask, and, but I'm just saying this, you know they're sick, you know what I'm saying? It's, and really, if you're not feeling well, they don't want you to come in, but sometimes, you know, you go in, you may have allergies or something, so you wear a mask, but the patient doesn't know what you have. That's right. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah, I've been taking care of myself today. Well, I appreciate you still making the show here. I mean, you're because uh, uh, you're the reason why the show is so awesome. And uh, I just uh, I can't believe that. You are so uh, nice. That's not true. <laughs> you know, because 
you're the one with all the followers. You're the one that everybody knows because you're going around and getting to know the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, but we, we, made the, we made the top ten. I'm like, I'm just so excited. It's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, that never happens uh, to this show. So it's uh, it's very awesome. That is awesome. You know, and I think, but I think of uh, – Part of the reason maybe it's never or not usually in the top ten is because there are so many health shows. You know, if you were in a in a category that didn't have as many, you probably always yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? That's right. If we were like in the comedy category, then uh, we would like be number one every week. <laughs> That's, of course, a shout-out to the I'm with Stupid show with our good friend, uh, what, what do you call him? I, I forget what his name is. Los Cachos. <laughs> you know, Los Cachos, Los Cachos is actually at a family reunion. I saw him tweeting about that last night in Millville, uh, well, we, Arkansas. Well, we know he's secretly, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, listening to the show here tonight. So uh, so thank you there, G-Man. And uh, listening to their show, I think you're – their Sunday show, I think, is at uh, noon Eastern time. So check that out. Uh, that's where they make fun of everybody, and it's hilarious stuff. So I like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if I ever have to sneeze or anything, I'll try to hit the mute button before it happens. Oh, uh, that's fine. No, I will. I will continue because I'm a, a broadcast professional here. So. Uh, uh, so yeah. <laughs> oh man. Man, oh, so so we have some news stories here uh, tonight, there, kids out there, and uh, of course, uh, Kat will give us her uh, opinion of what happened on uh, American Idol this week. Uh, sa- save it, save it, Kat. We'll, we'll okay, okay. <laughs> I know you're. I know you're wearing to talk about it because I saw you tweeting about it uh, when it all happened uh, in yeah, real was, time. That was, that was the, probably the most I've ever tweeted a show like while I was watching it. I just felt like tweeting. Uh, but uh before that i wanted to lead off with this uh with this non-controversial story uh uh about this uh, i i saw this uh, on the newswire this week and oh for people out there who are looking looking for a serious show uh go somewhere else tonight uh because (laughs) we're all about you know uh, having a good time and uh you know uh you know uh so our first story here um and I also I also have a, an audio clip here that we'll I'll play before you uh, comment on it here, Kat. So I'm going to read this. So this is from MSNBC. The, 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 here's the title there, kids. Uh, Man sues ex-fiance after she breaks off engagement. Yes, that's right, kids. This is from May 24, and I'm going to read a couple of these paragraphs here. After his ex-fiance jilted him before they reached the altar, a Manhattan man uh, has made a new vow. I sue consulting firm executive who whatever his name is filed a lawsuit in a Manhattan Supreme court uh, Tuesday seeking court ruling uh, to make former fiance who cares what her name is uh, pay up costs uh, related to their planned wedding and uh, their portion of the rent from two uh, apartments as a couple shared over the course of their relationship. And uh, I grabbed this probably illegal uh, audio clip from the today show. <laughs> That I'll play. Uh, this is about three minutes, and then we can talk about it. So let me play hit play here. 
Back now at 749 with a woman who is being sued for tens of thousands of dollars by her former fiancé after she called off their engagement. Well, now she's speaking out, and Natalie's now joining us with the story. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Anne. Well, that's what's right. Well, this morning a lawsuit was filed here in New York City. It was by a man who claims he was in the middle of planning a dream wedding when last month his ex-fiancé broke things off. He says it cost him plenty, and now he wants her to pay her fair share. The lawsuit made headlines here in New York. Steven Silverstein, claiming his former fiancée, Kendra Platt-Lee, needs to settle up with him. He says she left for a California vacation last month, only to break off their engagement 10 days later. I'm just your normal girl who um, just fell out of love with somebody, and I didn't feel like it was right in my heart. I didn't want to get married anymore, so I broke it off. NBC News spoke to Platt-Lee in San Diego. I just don't picture myself in New York. I'm a, a, a California girl. While she wouldn't talk about the details of Silverstein's lawsuit, she made one thing perfectly clear. I, I don't think I owe him any money at all. But according to the lawsuit, Silverstein says Platt Lee's share of the lost wedding deposits is $2,975, covering everything from music and entertainment, the DJ, wedding filmmakers, and furniture rental. The suit claims Platt Lee owes another $13,000 plus for her share of damages owed to wedding vendors. I can understand why he's emotional about it. Um, you know, we started planning a wedding and it was really over the top. It was nothing that I wanted, nothing that I could ever afford for myself. Um, if you're not up to me, I just want a small little wedding, that's all, and it was just too much for me. According to the lawsuit, Platt Lee withdrew more than $54,000 from a joint account she had with Silverstein on the day she broke up with him. But he says she took more than her share and owes him $19,000. I'm definitely not a gold digger. I've, I've worked hard for everything I've ever owned. Add on another $25,000 plus for her half of the rent while they live together in New York. He claims he paid it all, and it was in the nature of a gift to defendant in contemplation of their impending marriage. I'm just your average American girl, college-educated. Um, I did work at Hooters in college to pay my way through school. I was a flight attendant, and I've had some great jobs after that. At the center of the lawsuit, a $32,000 engagement ring. I've returned our, the engagement ring he gave to me. But according to Silverstein's suit, the fact that she returned the ring shows she knows the conditioned nature of all gifts given to her by plaintiff in contemplation of marriage. I just wanted to break up with somebody and move on, and turned out that he just wants to drag this out. And NBC News reached out to Silverstein and his attorney, but they had no comment beyond their lawsuit. All right. Do you okay. have any comments? Well, let's see, just real quickly. How do the ladies feel about this? Does she owe him money? It sounds like she owes him some money. Well, she gave back the wedding ring. Um, you know, I think the professionals are going to weigh in on it. Uh, all right. So let, uh, let's let everybody know uh, the chat room is open. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so, Kat, uh, so what do you think about this? So, I mean, the, I mean, this whole thing is just a whole, like, lame type of story, but I think it's really interesting. Well, I mean, well, I'm curious first to know what you think. I want to know what you think first. Do you think you're right? <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she she goes off to California. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to California, and she's there for ten days. And oh, by the way, I'm breaking things off. I'm like, what is up with that? I got to take the guys uh, now. Now suing her. Now, I mean, come on. 
Uh, that's kind of lame. But I mean, if that's what it takes, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by this guy and say, hey, this, you know, she's just, she, she you know, she, you know, he he wants to just get his money back. You know, he's just he's he's jilted. Not one. Now this happened once. I'd be like, uh, you're a jerk about it. But twice, uh, he did it twice. Uh, I think he's got a point here. What do you think? She did what twice? Broke off the what engagement twice. She broke it off twice? She broke it off twice. That's what the story said. So this wasn't well, the first thought... time that she did this. Oh, okay. I guess I missed that part. No, but cause, no, but I looked at the I, I looked at the link you sent me and I, I watched the video, but how did I not catch that? I see my head is full of like phlegm right now. So like <laughs> I feel like <laughs> My head is like totally. Uh, I feel like there's just gush in my brain right now, so that I'm not. It's, it's, it's the cough syrup. It's the cough syrup that's in there. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah. yeah, I just uh, yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's a mix of all those things. No, because like when I first saw the headline, I thought, oh well, this guy just wants money, or he's just bitter, or whatever. But I honestly think that he has a point, and there's a few reasons why I think. Um. Well, first of all, I thought the, the the woman's family was supposed to pay for the wedding. Now, I know that's just a, a what do you call it? A, a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like it's a tradition. custom. Okay. It's a, a custom. Uh, yeah, custom yeah, and tradition, yeah. you know. But and you don't always have to go by those things. But usually, from what I understand, it's the women or the, the women's family that's supposed to pay for it. But, okay, let's say he wanted to go into it and and, and spend all this money. Um, it depends on what happened. Like, did they agree to split the cost, or did he say, no, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to pay for it? But there's still other things. Like, she she withdrew the $54,000 out of the bank. He says, like, 19000 something like that is his. Well, yeah, if that's his, then she needs to for sure give that back. I mean, you know, if you're not married yet, it's, to me it's like, People who were married maybe and signed a prenuptial agreement, which yours is, to me, it's like if you're not married, what's yours is yours and what's his is his. You know, it should be like That's that right. because you're, you know. Um, yeah. And as far, like, is the, the living together, you know. Now, there's a couple of times that I've lived with a guy before, okay, two different guys, two different times, okay, <laughs> that I lived in sin that I will never do again. Oh, my gosh. This is not the but religious each, show. Okay. But each of those times, each of those times, we split bills. You know, I paid certain things and he would pay certain things. And, you know, I never, like, expected him to pay my part or whatever, but we were never engaged in those situations. Like, maybe if we were engaged and I missed a month, I wouldn't even think about it because, hey, we're going to be married anyway, and what's ours is going to be ours together. You know, I feel like once you're married, you have to share everything, right? Uh, right. But so maybe he, and so I could see what he's saying, or what he's saying is in, oh well, you know, I paid these bills with the thought that we were going to be married, you know. But did they, did when they were living together, engaged or not, whatever, did they, did they make these plans like, oh yeah, we're going to pay, you're going to pay this, I'm going to pay this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, he seems to have a point in a lot of ways. Okay, maybe he's doing it partly because he believes that's his money, maybe partly because he does feel jilted and all that stuff. But 
You know, and this, uh, the other thing, too, is she broke up with him over the phone. If you're engaged to someone and you break up with them over the phone, that makes you, like, a piece of crap. <laughs> That's right. You should never break up with somebody over the phone. Send them the text message. That makes it so much better. And <laughs> if you have a little smiley face at the end, then you're really, you're really, you know, you're really sweetening things up. So just say, you know, I'm breaking off the engagement, little smiley face. And then you're you're good. I mean, I, I, you're good in my book, don't you think, Kat? Or or you could do one of those 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 not a smiley face, but the two dots and a line that goes sideways. You know, like the you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but, yeah. You, uh, you, you can make up any <laughs> type of thing. You know, I mean, or 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 you can go on Facebook. You know, and, and announce to your friends that you're breaking up, and then and then you can you can change your Facebook status. From engaged to not engaged, uh, there there are a lot of ways you can. Do you can go on Twitter, you know, and say, "Hey, we're not engaged anymore." There's a lot of different ways other than on the phone. Who uses the phone anymore, Cat? I mean, it's so are you know archaic. It's so old fashioned. It's so 1980s. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Go to your nearest fax machine. 1990s. And, and and fax it to them, or or even well, nobody uses email anymore. Uh, but you know there there are better ways to do this, don't you think? Well, yeah. But <laughs> um, well, the thing is, you know, unless the guy was like, like if he was a total dirtbag to her, he was abusive, and if you want to break up over the phone, that's one thing. But if they had a a nice, a, a decent relationship, and she just happened to fall out of love with him, she should have done it face to face. That's all. That's right. You should do it. You should do it face to face over Skype, or <laughs> over, uh, <laughs> or uh, whatever the iPhone thing is called. Uh, oh yeah, what's it called? FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah, you, you should. You should do. I just ruined my joke. Uh, you should do it over FaceTime, or you should do it over Skype. That's right, Kat. You should do it face to face through the computer um, over the internet. That's what I think. Uh. You know what? I never even thought about that. Would that be just as bad too as as a phone call? Because you are seeing each other. <laughs> you are seeing That's him right. break down and throw things around his room. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, Kimmy's in our chat room. Hey, Kimmy. Uh, so uh, hey, anybody out there? Kimmy. Anybody out there listening to this show? Get into this chat room right now and and, uh, and, and type in the chat room. You know what is the worst way that you can break up with somebody? That will be uh, that that'll be a little. Uh, uh, that'll be our, our little quiz question here at this evening. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think the worst way was like you said, like if you, you know, on Facebook or something, and you didn't even tell them, and you're telling everybody, and they just happen to see it, you know, your your update or whatever they call it, your status, <laughs> status, your status, your 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 status, and say, status. oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mhm. Oh, here's what Kimmy says: having a friend do it for you. So making <laughs> having, having them make the phone call or having them uh, send a text message that would be pretty that awesome, would, actually. <laughs> that would be way bad. That's like that's like uh, grades. That's like middle school <laughs> breakup. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like Grey's Anatomy uh, breakup. I mean, that's pretty bad. Do they do that on Grey's Anatomy? 
I'm just making it up. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you know, when I was when I was in seventh grade, this guy I was quote unquote going with, he had someone else call me to break up with me because that's how much of a coward he was. That was really? seventh grade. Yeah. Wow. So so how how did it happen? Tell, tell us uh, tell us how that happened. Well, no, I mean, like she called me and she just said, "Yeah, yeah." Todd told tells me he wants to, he he wanted me to tell you he wants to break up. And even in seventh grade, I knew how lame that was. <laughs> even in yeah. seventh grade, I knew he was a coward. You know, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. She was. You've been Todd. <laughs> so how? I, I... How was he? Even, how was he even going with you? If you're like, if he's like a coward, you're just like, oh yeah, you're a coward. Yeah, let's go steady. All right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, apparently he was brave enough to ask me to go with him, but he just couldn't. He just didn't know how to break it off. But apparently, apparently, <laughs> so he had a girl, another girl called me to tell me he wanted to break up. And I'm ah. like, okay, okay, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> I'll wow. go find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the um, so the other ways that, that people work up with you was just kind of like, uh, you know, was a phone call be like, hey, uh, cat, we're done. You know. Oh, you were probably the one that did the breakup. Uh, I can see you doing that. Be like, Jerk guy, um, I've had enough with you. Uh, get out. I'm done. Well, no, you know, not, I mean, I did some breaking up, but I also had breakups on to me, too. Like, there was a guy that I, I was dating for like three years, okay? And then I got cancer, and then he broke up with me. <laughs> I laugh about it now, but, you know, and he did that over the phone. He did do that over the phone. But Wow. But we were living in different states at the time. I mean, we were having a long distance relationship in like the last six months of our I was going to nursing school in Louisiana and he was in Florida. You know, because I had moved from Florida to Louisiana to go to nursing school. And right. we had a great relationship. But and he did he just happened to meet someone and you know, timing wise I think it just sucked. I don't know, like, you know, I thought, oh, he's a coward and everything. He's just afraid because I have cancer and I'm going to, you think that maybe I'm going to die or something. Because we didn't know at the time, you know, we are just like, oh, I got cancer. But uh, and he broke it off with me. And let me tell you, I was, I was devastated for like a week or so. And then I got over it. I think it was because, you know, you think after only a week, I, I, I remember like a week. But I, I think when you're going through something like cancer, you're just fighting for your life, right? So you kind of, I kind of put things, it helped me put things in perspective, actually. You know, I'm like, I'm too busy trying to save my life. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, but I was devastated for for first week. I just cried. But then after that, I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I didn't, it, did, it didn't take me that long to get over him. So... Uh, and now, you know, it's like whatever. But 
and though it sounds sad, but really, I'm over that. <laughs> but no, I guess that was probably worse than the seventh grade guy because this was an adult, supposedly young adult, but he was an adult that did this. You know? Sure, sure. And it was real close to Christmas time, too, and he sent me, like, this gold oh. bracelet. It, but he sent that's me a gold first. bracelet, and, and, and I was like, and my, my stepfather said, Kathy, that's a guilt gift. <laughs> Thanks. But it's so did true. did you give it back? It a, no, I didn't give it back. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I don't know where it is now. <laughs> it's probably at the bottom of some closet somewhere, you jerk. I can't believe you. It's probably in the storage area somewhere, one of my millions of boxes from all the times I've moved from place to place to place, you know. I've moved a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm settled in a place right now that, you know, I can't even see moving in any of the near future at all, you know. I don't know how long I'll be here, but it's like I went through a period of my life you know, most of my, like pretty much my 20s and part of my 30s, moving around, just moving. When I lived in Austin, I lived in like four or five different places, <laughs> just kept moving. North side of Austin, south side of Austin, east side of Austin, west of, no, just mostly north and south, but still, yeah, I'm weird like that. But now, like I said, I'm settled, and so... That's it. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I, I'm looking at the chat room. Kimmy has a has a question. Uh, does Kat have boyfriend boxes too, question mark, or ex-boyfriend boxes? You know where you kept all the stuff they wrote you and gave you and stuff. That's interesting. You know, I don't, believe it or not. Like, when I, when I decide to go through little moments where I'm, cre- like, sometimes when I'm moving and I am packing stuff, I'll find little things, right, here and there, like cards or pictures or whatever. And I do save them because, you know, I feel like it's part of my past. But then they just eventually get lost in, in all the, like, boxes I have in the storage room. Like, we really need to go to the storage room because my mom has some stuff there, too. We have the storage room. And uh really need to just go through all that stuff. But, you know, if I do find things, I do tend to keep them. Only rarely will I ever throw things away. Like, if there's a really bad relationship, I'll... I might throw things away. Uh, but most of my relationships weren't necessarily horrible things. They just didn't work out for whatever reason. So uh, that weren't like, oh, my, you know, maybe only a couple were just like, oh, I don't want to have anything of that person in my life. <laughs> right, right, right. Burn everything. But, uh, no, I don't have, like, boxes per se where I'm like, okay, here's, uh, Joe stuff and here's Moe's stuff. You know, I don't have like like that. But uh, I probably should have. Then I could be a little more organized that way. <laughs> 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 I just uh, need to what? get rid of all the, the junk and just keep what I have now, what I need, and that's it. You know. But that's, um, that's a good question. I like that question. Because a lot a of question. people have that. A lot of people have that. Yeah. I kind of yeah, wish I did, yeah. you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm gonna uh, we're, we're gonna take a break here, but I'm, I'm gonna turn things around to Kimmy there, and she can she can type in there if if, if she has that since she asked the question, she can uh, she can maybe. Yeah, uh, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we? Uh, what do we take a? <laughs> what do we take a break here? We'll take a break, uh, and we're playing Bee Gees music here tonight, uh, Kat. What, what do you think of that? You like you like the Bee Gees? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I was like, that's so, you know, when you t- when you tweeted that, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, yeah, let's listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Last week was God of Summer. This week, BGs. Let's see who else dies this week so we can play it. I know. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to make this, uh, like, a theme, like I'm playing the, you know, whatever. <laughs> Dead uh, right, well, <laughs> That's right. All right, why don't we take a break? This is like uh, three minutes here, so we'll take a break here. Here on the Night Shift Show, here with me and Kat and Kimmy in the chat room and and anybody else who is uh, listening here tonight. Thank you so much for that. We'll be uh, right back after after this. uh, Kat will uh, give us her uh, American Idol uh, opinion about what happened this week. So we'll be right back here on the Night Shift Show on a Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back.
uh, welcome back to the Night Shift Show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, back with Cat here. Cat, uh, like growing up, did you have kind of like uh, like in grade school and stuff like like roller skating parties and things? Did you ever have that? Oh my gosh, it's so funny you ask that. I was the roller skating queen, and we did really? roller skate to these kind of songs. Yeah, is that what we yeah. think about it? Yeah, I remember I used to go to what was it called? Oh my gosh, was it? Roller Skate World, I think it was called. And this guy, I, and how was this guy I dated? This guy I went to school with, his dad owned it. And, you know, they were, his family was friends with my mom, you know, my mom's family, our family, my mom's family. You know, our families were friends. And I had the biggest crush on him. His name was Danny Willis. And boy, was he a cutie pie. And they owned Roller Skate World. And I was so into it. My mom even bought us, me and my sister, like these little roller skating outfits, you know, those little skirts. And I used to go out there, and I used to do turns and stuff. Man, I was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and when And when rollerblades came out, I got into that, too. I was always into, like, roller skating type stuff. But, uh, yeah, really? I was really... Yeah, I was really big into the roller skating thing in the 80s and all that was, you know, early 80s and stuff. And uh, that was, yeah, that used to play. And sometimes uh, I remember, like, uh, who was it, ELO? Don't bring me down! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all, all, all those, all those uh, disco songs and stuff, you know, from, from back then. <laughs> And, and me and my buddies, we, we would go, we would go, you know, obviously we'd go make fun of people. We were, we were like sixth grade or whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they'd always have this, you know, couple skate, couple skate. And we'd be like, what is that about? Come on. Come on. We'd always get mad at that and make fun of people. Uh, I had good skating time. parties and all that. Yeah. I'd always have my birthday parties there. And, I mean, I would just love to go out there and you know, skate backwards and stuff. Like, I, it was like a little show off, you know, my little skate <laughs> I was a geek. Wow. I'm still a geek. I'm still kind of a nerd, but still, whatever. Catching up from the last segment here, uh, Kimmy was like, uh, moving is good for getting rid of stuff. And then she says uh, about having boxes, she says, uh, I have a few but only significant relationships, so two boxes. So she has two boxes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's usually kind of the stuff you would keep from, you know, the more significant relationships, I think. So that makes sense. You know, there's a, a lot of guys here and there maybe that dated for, you know, that three months, and after three months you realize it's a, you know, the little, there was a few three monthers in there. And, <laughs> you know, I, what is it about the three months? You know, it seems like if you make it past three months, you're getting into the territory of like, okay, this is probably going to be a a significant relationship, I think. Really, three Something months? Something about this. Well, I don't know. It just seems like it seems like a lot of times when I would date someone, if if it three months seemed like it was a time where okay. Yeah, this ain't working or something. I don't know. It's something about three months. Ask her if she believe, if she understands what I'm talking about. Because it doesn't sound like you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> 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 There's like a three-month window. It's 
There's something about three months. I don't know mm. what it is, but yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll throw it to Kimmy, but we'll. Uh, um, oh wait, wait, oh wait, <laughs> right, right here, here we go. She says uh, it seems the crazy comes out around three months, and you realize, oh hey, I like you're crazy or uh, uh, no. Yeah, that's it. Maybe that's it. At three months, you realize, yeah, the, that must be it. The crazy comes out. Because I never could put my finger on it. You know, it's like when I when I think back, you know, because as you know, I'm up in years. I've dated a lot of men. But it, I've, when I think back to it, I'm like, yeah, there was a lot that ended around three months. And... Huh. Yeah, it's it's just strange. I don't know what it is about that time period, but that must be it. Either the crazy comes out or you realize, hey, yeah, it's like, I don't really like you. (laughs) 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 I thought I did, but I don't. Wow, I'm like I'm like so fascinated by it. Maybe Kimmy will call in the second hour, uh, and we'll because this is really fascinating. Um, so let's uh, let's because I'm really curious because uh, you tweeted out this week uh, about American Idol, and uh, and you said uh, leading up to this that you've never tweeted so much during an American Idol show. Like, uh, give me your take about you know because uh, I know we talked about it before leading in and and wherever you want to start with the show as far as this week goes. Okay, well, I think maybe the reason I even tweeted that night was because we talked about it last week, and and we were talking about, I talk about how I don't normally tweet, like, during shows like this because I don't want to aggravate my followers, and I thought, what the heck, I'll just do it. (laughs) And I was really excited to see what happened because when I watched the finale, um, my favorite, Philip Phillips, the last song he did, he did the last song of the night, and every year on this show, they give the final two a coronation song. Basically, I guess they choose between a few songs, whichever one they want to be their coronation song. And if whoever wins, that's going to be their first single. But see, I don't know why they say that, because the top two, they always put out their coronation song anyway. But anyway, and he, I don't know what it was about the song, did this song called Home. I loved the song from them because usually those songs are cheesy. Their coronation songs are cheesy. This song was awesome. It was a song I liked from the moment he sang it. And like right now, it's or at least it was yesterday, number one on iTunes download. But see, here's the problem. Like when he sang it on the show, he sang it with his guitar and everything. It sounded awesome. And the one on iTunes, it's good, but it sounds manufactured by American Idol, you know. And this is the problem. Like, I wanted him to win because I like him. But part of me was kind of like, maybe a little part of me was hoping he didn't win because what happens is to the people who win, American Idol is like owns them and they want to turn them into this pop star and this manufactured pop star. And this guy is more like an artist type. He's more of an indie type. It's, I think of him like sort of like a modern-day folk rock type sound, okay? Very artsy, and to me, he is. And I don't want American Idol to mess with him and mess with his vision. 
And that's what I'm afraid they're going to do. So when I listen to the one on iTunes, it does sound more manufactured. It doesn't sound as cool as it did when he sang it on the ship. And, okay. you know, like the judges, what what happens is if they give the standing ovation for a, for a performance, that means they over-the-top loved it. He was the, that was the only performance that got a standing ovation. And I knew when he sang it, the way the audience reacted, just the way the performance went, I knew he's probably going to win, even though Jessica technically has the better voice. She's got she, the thing with these two uh, finalists where they were so different. Like last year they had the two countries, a female and, and a male. Scotty McCreary ended up winning. They're both very country. Both of them sing country music. This one, you had Philip Phillips, who was just like I described you, and Jessica Sanchez, who's like Beyonce wannabe, diva singer, okay? She even has her own alter image, just like Beyonce. You know how Beyonce is Sasha Fierce? She's B.B. Chez, okay? It's Todd Murray, this girl is, okay? She's B.B. Chez, okay, whatever. Baby Chiz did not win. <laughs> although, although I think American Idol would have wished she won because that's that's someone they could have totally worked with because, yeah, she could sing. She has a great set of pipes, but that's all she can do is she can sing, you know. Whereas Philip has his own style, his own way of thinking. He's he's different that way. So basically, what you have is two totally different types of contestants, totally different music styles, totally different things, okay? So, you know, of course, people were furious, not everyone, but people who were, you know, Team Jessica, how could she not win? She was a better singer, da 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 Well, yes, but it's not just a singing competition, and I said this last week, but it's not even just the singing, it's not even the personality, too, so I was saying, oh, well, personality counts, well, yeah, that, too, but it's also other things, uh, you know, how do they perform? How do they, you know, what's their style of music? Because even though they're both great singers, since they're so different, you're going to choose whoever sings your type of music that you like. Whereas I like the kind of stuff that Philip Phillips does. I don't like that diva stuff. I'm not into that kind of music. You know, I liked Whitney Houston when I was a teenager and singing, Oh, what a dance with somebody, you know. I liked it back then. But I don't like it now, you know, and it's not really what, what you know, it's not really what's in now. I mean, look at, you know, uh, Celine Dion is singing in Vegas. Why? Because that kind of thing just is not what people listen to. I mean, some people do, yes. It, but just because you have a great voice doesn't mean people necessarily want to listen to that. Like, Jessica Sanchez did a, uh, a duet with Jennifer Holliday, okay? To me, people went nuts over it, okay, because there were – it was they sang a song I don't even know the name. It was like a real a song with a really long title, the name. But it's basically like these two divas out divaing each other. They were like in battle with each other. Like one girl would sing a line, you know, whatever, and then the other one would sing it the same thing. Like, look at me, I can sing it better. That kind of thing. And they were just screaming over each other, and it was the most annoying thing. I would have rather listened to nails on a chalkboard, okay? But people went crazy over this because they were, yeah, they were singing these unbelievable notes and all this, but to me it was just annoying because that's not what I'm into. 
And it was like they were out screaming each other. And I was like, oh, just shut up already. You know, please stop singing. <laughs> you have to see the YouTube video to know what I'm talking about. And the Jennifer Holiday was making these faces like, it was so funny. Actually, I need to look it up on Twitter. There's this, this, this guy I follow. His, his name is Matthew Paul Turner, but his, uh, his Twitter handle is Jesus Needs New PR. And he tweeted some of the funniest things about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them now. Okay, here. He wrote, let's see, put here. Okay. Uh, where is it? Because it's so funny. I have to, um, I have to talk about it. Okay. That's okay. okay. Here. Here's the first one. Jennifer Holliday's mouth is a wonder to behold. It might be schizophrenic, but she can't stop watching it. Like when she was singing, her mouth was doing all these crazy things. She was making crazy faces. Her wig was going up and down. You know, she was like, it was so over the top. But when she sang, it was almost like when you watch those, uh, uh, those movies, those, uh, what do you call it, uh, from the Chinese people that with that big, scary monster. <laughs> well, like, like Godzilla? Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> and you know when they talk, but the mouth is not matching the words? That's almost what it looked like. And then he writes another one later on. He goes, I still can't stop thinking about Jennifer Holliday's mouth. I swear it was break dancing. I saw it do the worm at least four times. <laughs> wow. It was wow. so funny. He's just about, he's writing the funniest tweets. And if you look on my profile, he he wrote the next day, if you miss Jennifer Holliday's mouth, click here. I, I retweeted that so you can go look. It's, a, it's like a bunch of gifs showing her singing it's just and it's her mouth and her face looking all scary and stuff so you can kind of see even just from these gifs there was like i don't know 10 of them you could see how crazy it looked it's like to give you nightmares <laughs> so funny <laughs> um, oh well, uh, Kimmy's writing about Philip here. He says, I read somewhere that Philip is suffering from a pretty severe kidney stone. That's amazing. He could perform that in, in so much pain. Uh, and I was just reading about that, too. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I had no idea um, that he had, he had some procedures that were done, maybe related to the stones or something like that. Uh, interesting stuff. Yeah, he was sick, like, the whole the whole show, actually. He was, like, always – and sometimes he would tweet out, you know uh, – Things. And like one time he tweeted out a picture and he just was, I think actually it was Heijun that might have tweeted out the picture, uh, that he just, he was laying in bed and you could tell he just did not feel good. And you could tell that night, the night of the finale, I think it was, I don't know if it was a couple of days before the finale, the doctors, he went home, oh, it's when he went back, you see the, the final three go back to their hometown and they, you know, get to, Play for people, and they have these big, huge homecoming things where tons of people come out and everything. He went to the doctor, and the doctor basically said, "We need to do surgery on you now. Forget the finale." But he said, "No, forget you." And he did the finale, and you could tell in the finale, like you could tell he's just not feeling a hundred percent. So yeah, he has a lot of kidney issues. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I did. I had no idea about that. Hmm. 
And I've heard that, so, you know, I've never had that, thank God, but they say that's the most painful thing ever. So they must have had him doped up on something strong because, yeah. I mean, this is Kimmy's area. She knows about this. I mean, they say that's so painful. So I don't know how he did that all this season. I really don't. Because they say the pain is horrific. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had a stone about uh, 10 years ago, and uh, it was like the worst pain I've ever I – was, I was in residency. I was working too hard. I was not hydrating myself. And, uh, I got up in the middle of the night and went to the ER, and uh, it was, uh, uh, yeah, the worst pain that, that I've ever had. It was just – it's it's painful. And, and uh, if these, all these reports are true, then that even makes the story even more incredible um, about this guy uh, winning this whole thing. Um, not only that night, but throughout this whole competition. So that's that's something huge to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, you know, I wonder if he was on some kind of pain medications or something that that just helped, helped keep him go on. Or I guess when you're in a situation like that, maybe when you're in a situation like that, you know, he's doing what he loves the most and he's on this national platform, it helps him deal with the pain. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe the adrenaline. I don't know, but... Yeah, hmm. he he never he never seemed to miss a show. So, <laughs> like, uh, he's, got, he's got balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we'll leave it there. I want to I want to uh, I want to talk about this Howard Stern thing before the break here. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll set this up and then you can you can talk about it. So so this week. Uh, um, Howard Stern made headlines for making a seven-year-old rapper cry on America's Got Talent. Uh, Mere Money is the, the kid's name. I have an audio clip here um, that uh, uh, I'll play here, and then we'll talk about it. is too rough for me. I don't really want to do it anymore. Mere money, you're a terrific kid. You know that? Yes. Yes. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to make you cry. Okay. You know what, Mere Money? It's funny. I've met many great rappers. I'm on the radio. I interview them. None of them are quite as good as you. <laughs> All right, Mere Money, no need to cry. You okay now? Uh, all right. So, so I, I think I think I think it makes good television. I mean, it was just it makes the kids cry. I thought it was hilarious when I saw it. I mean, what do you think, Kat? Well, you know, when I, because as you know, I don't watch this show much 
often. I don't well, I don't watch the show really at all. I just watched it that one that one night to see Howard. And then I saw this, so I've seen the video for this little incident. And when you see it, like, when he starts to talk to the kid, he's not even really saying anything mean. He's just saying, uh, you know, I hate to, to, to buzz a seven-year-old. You know, you're so brave. Before he could finish saying that, before you're, you're so brave to get it for getting up there, the kid started crying. And first of all, let me say this. Those exes, those buzzer things are obnoxious. That is so obnoxious. <laughs> you know you know what that reminds me of? The gong show. Remember the gong oh. show? Well, I, I, I know you're I, old I enough to remember the gong show. No, and I don't think it's by mistake that they set it up like that. Uh, well, I think it makes the show look more hokey and hacked than it already is. Okay? Uh, but... <laughs> You know, I'd cry, too, if they put those bonk buzzers on me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that Howard was ever trying to be mean to the kid. You know, as you see, when the kid starts crying, Howard goes up there and starts hugging him, feels terrible, tells him all these nice things. Oh, yes, you can go to Las Vegas. You know, basically, even though the kid sucked, poor little thing. He was a cute kid, okay? But he wasn't a good rapper, you know? But this is my my point where I made with, you know, like the X Factor I think these kids are just too young. Like American Idol, The Voice, those you have to be at least 15 to get on, okay? Um, because Hollywood is fierce. Now, I'm not talking about kids. Like, for instance, I was when I was younger, when I was a kid, I, was in, I did dance classes, and we would go to competitions. That's different. You know, when you're a kid and you're competing in kid things that are like, everybody's competing against each other, you're the same age group, and it's a competition. I I don't think a little healthy competition is bad for kids. But I think these shows like X Factor and America's Got Talent, well, America's Got Talent, you could be any age, okay? Pretty soon you're going to be seeing somebody bring their baby up there saying, look what my baby can do. Yeah, It can drool (laughs) and, and, and suck up the drool before it hits the floor or something stupid like that, okay? That's how crazy this show is, but or, you know, um, like when we were talking about X Factor that time when that girl broke down, you know, when you're putting kids in a, in a spotlight like this it, in front of millions of people on the nation, national t- TV show where judges can be really harsh because that's what it is like in, in show business. It's, 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 the reality is it's, it's harsh like that. That, I think, is not good for a kid. You know, I think that's over the top too much so oh yeah yeah i mean you're 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 just setting up the kid i mean it's just like yeah right. it's i don't i don't, I don't so agree with that either you know and i mean even like for instance the next factor when that little girl broke down i mean she actually really had a lot of talent and she went far i think that was at the top five that she got booted off but she lost her marble. But, you know, she's fine now, you know. And, like, you you saw when, when Howard goes up to the kid, I'm sorry, I didn't make you cry. And he's like, okay. You know, I mean, they do bounce back. But right. I, I don't know. I just think it's – I think that's too much for a kid to put them on these shows like this. And get rid of those ex-buzzer things. That's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's obnoxious and stupid. <laughs> 
all right. Uh, why don't we why don't we take a break here at the top of the hour, and uh, we'll play another song here. And and Kimmy's going to be coming on in the second hour here sometime. I'll uh, I'll give her a little heads up when I'm going to call in. So so Kimmy's coming in here. So. Yay, Kimmy! Yeah, that's right. Kimmy's bringing it here tonight. So uh, get get ready, kids out there for hour number two here at the night shift. Uh, so we'll uh, play a song. This will be this will be uh, yeah, like five minutes here. So. We'll, we'll give Cat, you know, give your voice a rest here a little bit at the uh, top of the hour here, and uh, we'll, uh, <clears throat> well, it, it's a, it's an all skate, Cat. Everybody, you know, <laughs> all skate, all skate. <laughs> we'll uh, play this stuff. We'll be right back here uh, on the night shift here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah. 
back to the night shift show here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and Kat, every time I every time I think of that song, I think of that. Uh, remember that comedy uh, uh, movie uh, Airplane? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song where they play the song and the pilot guys like you know total parody of the whole thing. And uh, I think that's it's, right. Uh, I think it's, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, but I I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Every, uh, <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I just I just think of the the parody uh, type of thing, and it's uh, it's uh, it's a good time. <laughs> uh, so your your voice holding up there, Kat? You, you're doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm feeling real snotty, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still you, a little you, weak. You, uh, you 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 ready to bring Kimmy on? Kimmy's going to bring something. And, uh, We'll uh, tear it up here bring tonight. The, what do you think? Bring bring the Kimster on. <laughs> bring her on. Kimmy! Hello. How you guys doing? Hey, Kimmy! Hey, Kat. I hope you feel better. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you. I'm feeling like poo-poo. Oh, you poor thing. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> but I'll get better. I'll get better. It's just it sucks. I'm just glad I got canceled because it really would have been. Yeah, that was awful. Today. That's that's the worst. Look, so, tell me how, how you do it. Did you uh, did, did you guys survive the riots there from the whole NATO thing last weekend or whatever happened? There? It actually was. I gotta give props where props to do. The Chicago Police Department handled it really, really well, and there was not that much problems uh it could have been a lot worse than it was so i was really thankful for that i i don't live i live just outside the city uh but i do work in the city and um my boyfriend was down there doing he's a paramedic for the city so he was following around the police officers those whole two days and i was thankful that it went well well, wasn't it true that you were uh, that you were leading one of the uh, protests down there? Something about um, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a joke here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, making sure we have coffee for work. Um, no, no. I. You know what? I'm no longer much of a protester. <laughs> I like to stay really? out of trouble. I will stay out wow. of trouble. Wow. Stay are you, are you slowing down in your old age there, Kimmy? Uh, what's, yes. What's going on no, no, not old. No, it's just, you know what, There's, I think there's a time and a place for it, and unfortunately big, like, NATO summits, they're not going to, they don't care what you're doing outside. They're just going to use it against anyone who has a valid point. So there's not a point to it, I don't think. I mean, I, everyone has the right to express their opinion, and everyone has the right to peacefully protest, but... I just don't think it does anything, and maybe I don't know. <laughs> and I have protested before when I lived in California. You know the whole Prop Eight thing. I was I was very much involved with you know not letting that pass, and you know I believe that everyone has equal rights, and so I did a lot of that. But that I felt that was different, and I don't know if I'd do it now because there's there was several times that things might not have turned out the way they did, and it wouldn't have been good for me and I never could have gotten into politics, not that I want to, but you know, arrested and that would have worked out too well. But you know, it's just, you, there's a risk to it. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm losing some of yeah. my liberalness in my old age. I don't know. 
<laughs> oh, I don't mean to. Uh, I don't mean to get all serious. And uh, yeah, big oh, shout out to Liz in the chat room. Uh, so uh, what was going? Oh, uh, so boyfriend boxes. Uh, so what, what? What do you got for me there, Kimmy? What uh, do you have a do you have a story there or something like that? Or well, I mean nothing. You know, just like letters and and there'll be like little gifts that I don't. You know, you don't want to have out because it doesn't have. I mean, there's significance to it, but it's not the same as when you were together. So you just took it away in like a little shoebox and it's there and you know occasionally like when you're moving or if you see it in the back of your closet you might go through it but it's just it's a part of your life and i don't know sometimes i i use it just to be like oh i'm glad that didn't work out <laughs> 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 or a reminder. You know, it's a good, yeah it's a good gauge too to see like how much you've like become a better person since then like, oh, why was I attracted to that? Like, why why would that be, like, fascinating to me at, like, 19? Oh, but, you know, it's just, it's a good gauge, I think. And it's, you know, you got, like, little movie stubs and little love letters and, and stuff like that. So is, yeah, is there, is there it, like, a, would, is, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kat. No, I was going to say, I guess in a way, too, it feels like, you'd be throwing away part of your life. I mean, whether it was good or bad, yeah. it was still part of your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I try to so. I try to live that way. Like, no matter what happened in your life, not that, like, it's been horrible, but, you know, little things that might not have gone the best. It's a good learning experience. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how I, I look at all of it. It's a good learning experience. And it led you down a path that led you to where you are now. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Next on Oprah, we'll be talking about uh, <laughs> Dr. Phil. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so, so Kimmy, so what, what, what do you think about the guy suing his uh, ex-fiance for breaking up with him twice? I didn't realize she broke up with him twice. Me either. But are you sure that he, they said that? <laughs> I didn't hear that. <clears throat> well, I, 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 I read it on I read it on TMZ, so it has to be true. Oh. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, like, I hate to judge people off this, but her voice really kind of annoyed me. So I already was not, like, I she just sounded like she was trying too hard when she was being interviewed. So it kind of annoyed me. Her <laughs> so voice kind of annoyed like, me, I don't, too. Her voice I, annoyed me, too. Yeah. It, 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 I, I just was, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. You go away for, I don't know how long she was gone, but I think, what, 10 days? Is that what it was? Ten days. She's gone for ten days, and then all yeah. of a sudden, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah ten she's days. like, uh, I don't want to be with you anymore, and I'm going to withdraw a whole bunch of money before I even talk to you. That that to me is wrong. Like, I know it's half your money or however much of it you think is yours, but at least like have the common decency to talk to somebody before you like withdraw fifty nine thousand dollars. And I, I do believe that she owes half of the deposits. Because you you said yes to get married, and you said yes, this is even if it wasn't your idea to, you know, spend that much, you still agreed to it. So, I think you should still be accountable for the uh, at least half of all the deposits. And I don't know if some of that stuff can get back, but it's their problem. <laughs> so yeah, so, so she gives away, she gives back the ring, but she takes fifty nine k out of the account. Uh, like, what is up with that? Oh yeah, that that to me that's that's something that's a little shady. I don't know, I don't know. 
you know, I wonder if she didn't just meet somebody and we're not hearing all of the story. Probably, unfortunately. Oh, we'll hear about it someone... next week. Uh, there's probably some kind of private investigator <laughs> on the case or something, and TMZ is all over it, so we'll hear about it next week. TMZ. You know, TMZ actually is pretty good because I think they were the first ones to uh, find out and report about Michael Jackson. Somebody, yeah. and what I understood, yeah, they was like, of course, they were camping out at the hospital, right? And as soon as they could find someone to give them an answer, they they were all over it. Hmm. Like, uh, let's see. Uh, big, uh, big props to Liz in the chat room. She said she was listening to the show in her car. Uh, but now she's in the chat room, so thank you so much, Liz. And she, she also says, um, I have no idea if I have any old uh, boyfriend stuff around. Uh, she's been married since 88. Uh, Liz, we all know everybody has a little shoebox in the corner of the closet, Liz. We all know that. You can you can confess that. It's, you know, I mean, we won't tell anybody, you know, but uh, we we know you have one. Just just fess up, won't you? Do, do no, Doc, Doc, do, do guys keep, like, a little... Token box. I, I I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we do, do have... but we put them all. We put it all in one shoe box because we we're we're really uh, <laughs> we can't we can't organize it. So when we look through it, they're like, "Who was this from? Uh, who who was that from? Oh, that's my stock from last week that I didn't put in the washer yet." So yes, uh, yeah, you're right, Kimmy. It is a little bit different for guys. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so, you know, I have a little, you know, I, I, okay, I'm going to confess this. So, so I have this little, yeah, so I have this little shoebox thing. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if it's really pathetic or if it's whatever. So, you know, if you're like at the lowest point in your life in the world, you're just like, oh, at this point, somebody actually liked me and I'm going to read these little, little <laughs> letters here and you feel better. And then I'm going to feel guilty for doing that because my life really sucks. So I don't know. Is that, is that like a whole Dr. Phil moment there? No, I think I think that's normal, to be honest with you. I think everyone feels that way. At least I'm going to say everyone feels that way because I feel that way sometimes. I think that's just life. Yeah. And if you can find I something agree. that makes you happy, then that's good. Really? Yeah, sometimes, like, I, I, if I get, like, a really sweet text message, even if it's just, like, from a friend or whatever, I'll save it and keep it in my phone. And that way when I have, like, you know, that voice in your head, like, oh, you you suck or whatever your voice in your head says, I'll just be like, well, someone doesn't think so at least once. <laughs> you know, so, you know, like you said, it, 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 it works. It helps. Hmm. Chad, you got anything? Yeah, I agree. No, I understand what she's saying. I do. And I agree. I mean, I, I tend to keep, like, the way, my, I mean, I have all my text messages anyway. I rarely, whether they're, even if they're just a normal text message, I just still have them. Like, I don't necessarily always delete. Like, so when I go to text, for instance, like when I texted you today, I still have those other texts from before because you're still in my text line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I see texts we did maybe months ago still way up there. It's like, but you just continue on in the conversation. But I mean, uh, I don't yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily keep those for. I mean, not that they're sentimental or anything. I'm just, I, I don't know. I just don't ever uh-huh. really delete my. Sometimes I do. I don't know. I'm just 
I'm not even, I'm not making any sense because my head is cloudy. It's cloudy. No, it's it, it's it, it's the cough medicine that is uh, making me all loopy. Uh, it's but, the, it's uh, the I, mixture I, of the medicine and my yeah and my cold. I feel like I'm off tonight, but um, but I I have a kidney question for Kimmy. Oh, I hope I can answer it. Well, no, it's it's basically about like what I was talking about before. Like, how on earth did Philip perform this whole time? Was he on heavy? Did he have to be on heavy narcotics to do all this? I would think so. I would never had like a kidney stone before, but from what I understand, it's like the worst pain that you can experience as a human. So I would think that he would have been uh, (laughs) like doubled over. I I yeah. oh man I would need something to just be up there, irregardless of being in horrible pain. But uh, I would yeah I would I would hope that he had some sort of relief, um, because from what I understand it's just miserable and he has them chronically like all the time. From what I understand he has like a stent put in or he's gonna get a stent put in to, you know, clear up the passages. But um, I I don't know that's gotta be just awful. I mean I give him big props. I didn't realize that until after he had won and. I was listening to some radio show and they were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, that poor kid! I mean, that's just that's awful." No, and I've never heard of anyone having them chronically like that. I mean, you you know, you hear about yeah, people saying, "Oh, I had a kidney stone, and oh my God, I wanted to die, and all this," and yeah. he has them chronically. Yeah, he's gonna have to be careful too. That could lead to definite, you know, permanent damage to those kidneys. So he's got to be careful, and you know take it easy for a while anyway. I think he's going to miss a couple of dates of his tour, but, you know, you got to take care of yourself. So I'm glad that yeah. it's going to get worked out. And He uh, he seems like a good kid, and I, I like his voice, so good for him. Yeah. And that other, that other girl, cute. I don't know their names. I don't really watch the show, but um, that one girl was too way too theatrical. I'm glad she didn't win. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, she was so diva-ish for me, you know. Yeah. She was way yeah. too, it's like, oh. Get over yourself, girl. I mean, she is a phenomenal singer and everything, oh, yeah. but it was like when you're when you're that much of a diva at 16, you're only going to get way worse. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be awful. She's going to be awful to you're, work with. But. You're talking about me again, aren't you? I can't believe that. Oh. <laughs> what's what's your uh, what's your fierce name, Doctor? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't. You know, know, there's Sasha Fierce. What's what's yours? Uh, I I don't know. I I, I, I'd have to think about that one. I don't know. (laughs) Um, let me see here. Oh, so um, um, circling back to Liz here. Liz says she doesn't uh, delete uh, text messages either. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, she doesn't either. Is this Liz for CPS or Neo Nurse? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Liz for CPS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, um, uh, so Kimmy says, uh, you're, so this is uh, getting along okay with this guy. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're actually uh, in August first. We're we're moving to a new place, and we'll be <gasps> cohabitating. Cohabitating. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. It's uh, it's actually in the city, and I don't I don't know. If other cities have this, I have a question for y'all that live outside of. I only know of California, Washington, and and here. This is the only place I've ever I've ever had it, where they make you pay for uh, a city sticker that does absolutely nothing. It's not like registration. 
It's just a city sticker that you have to put in your front windshield. Does anyone else have that? Uh, we just no. have, like, registration. Okay. It's, it's I mean, like, 80 bucks for the city of Chicago <laughs> to put a sticker on your car. In the suburbs, I pay, like, 25 uh, for a suburban sticker. And it does nothing. It doesn't let you park anywhere. It just prevents you from getting a ticket for this thing. And I was, like, I almost want to just, like, rebel against this. That's that's my bad nature coming out. But I was, like, that's ridiculous. I have to pay $80 for something that doesn't do anything for me. Other than I, guess. I was just yeah, I was just gonna ask what's the point of it, but it doesn't it is it's just revenue for the city. And then they have like all of these red light not red light, they have speed cameras they're putting up. I'm like, I'm just gonna take the train. Because 'Cause I'm gonna have so many <laughs> tickets, I already know it. <laughs> uh you're uh work. You're you're a good driver, aren't you, Kimmy? Like, uh, yes. don't you know? I, don't drive very fast at all through well, the city, weaving in and out of planes. I don't weave, but occasionally, like <laughs> <laughs> when I when I'm going to work, like sometimes they'll have like it'll go from like 35 to 20, and it's like there's no like time for you to like apply the brakes and get down to 20. It just goes like so quickly. And it's not like a school zone. It's not like there's little children running out in the way. It's like just one street, like one part of the one main Avenue. And so it's very like I've gotten caught once or twice <laughs> in that little zone of when they just decrease speed. And it's, you know, it's like three in the morning when I'm going to work and it's no one's out there except for the policemen and, you know, it's okay. Never, I can't get out of tickets, though. guess I'm not cute enough. I don't flirt enough. But it is 3 in the morning. Wait. Who's out at 3 in the morning, right? You are. Um, oh, that's weird, people. Uh, uh, so, so, so flashing them didn't work this time? or? No. I showed a little shoulder, a little ankle, nothing. What's up, Brett? Was it a copette? Maybe that was it. No, cop-ed. it was an, an elderly gentleman. An elderly oh, well, officer. he was elderly. That's why. Mm-hmm. Probably. And then one time my back taillight was out, and he, I had to go get gas before work. So he, like, stopped on the other side of the street and watched me pump gas. And then after I pulled out, that's when he flashed his lights and pulled me over. I was like, really? This seems like you just wasted a lot of time. And my time when he just came up to me and said, oh, did you know your taillight's out? And I would have been like, no, thank you, officer. But no. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, that's what I do. I I I I watch you pumping gas, and then I flash you. But that's a whole different story. <laughs> that's kind of creepy. I like it. <laughs> don't, don't 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 tell your boyfriend. And, and, and I know I know we talked about this before. I mean, he's I mean he he doesn't know about us, does he? I mean, you know, no, he doesn't. Just, like, I've kept it quiet. This whole, this whole radio I, uh, universe yeah. thing, the worlds collide. Oh, he he knows. He even, I even had him watch those um. Bromance to give things. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> and he's still he with you. <laughs> he was like, he kept asking, like all these, like, what was this for? Like, why were there Barbies involved? <laughs> and then he's like, who? Like, how did you meet these people? And it just, like, you know. And you're like, really... I was, uh, I was heavily I medicated, was and exactly. <laughs> I was being held captive in the basement. 
No, I mean, he laughed, but I, I, I you know, it's, I, I guess you just had to be there. It was, uh, it was great. The Barbie oh, thing going on. The Barbie thing was what made it awesome, I thought. Yeah. I loved those videos. They were awesome. Uh, I, I watched I Oh, go on. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say they made the whole story even more awesome because it was so funny to see them with the Barbie dolls. <laughs> I, I watch them now, I'm like, my production value could have been way better. <laughs> wow. But, you know, I was I was working with, you know, what I had. So I, I'm just like, I wonder if I could, like, remix these and <laughs> make them just a little, a little bit better. Oh, so when I run for, Yeah. When I run for president, it won't be so awkward. Exactly. You, you can re-edit them, you know, and, and you can make them 3D. Uh, yeah, you know, it would be awesome. Oh, who doesn't love 3D, right? 3D, everything in 3D. Let's <laughs> <laughs> you with Titanic in 3D. I'm can you watch? Me. Oh, I was gonna say, can you watch 3D? So you can watch 3D without getting like a migraine or nausea no. or like that. Uh uh-uh. uh Nope. I get terrible headaches with it. I can't do me? it. Okay. So I don't. Good. I don't know if it's because I wear like uh, contacts or what it is, but. I can't do it, Mm-mm. and I, it's, I don't. No, I ain't gonna do it. It's it, yeah, it makes me it's, sick. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said on this show, when I went and saw that Muppets movie, I was a kid, and I still remember to this day how sick I got from watching that Muppets 3D movie. It made me so sick. I got. A I didn't know they made a Muppets 3D movie. That would have been wow. Yeah. But it was way actually, but. But it was never out in the movie theater. It was like I saw it at Disney World. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a, one of those yeah, I don't know if it was Universal Studio. One of those theme parks. They had a <laughs> reach you out. He saw it too. No, it did. It freaked me out. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, this was like last week. Do you guys remember when television shows like um, Home Improvement and like Thirty Rock from the Sun were doing those three D? Like, they'd have those yeah, special yeah, yeah. episodes where you'd have to go get, like, the glasses from Pizza Hut or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so long ago, and I remember I was so excited. I don't, I can't even tell you how old I was. I was, like, young, obviously younger. I don't, I think I was a teenager, but I'm not sure. But I was like, oh, it's going to be in 3D. That's so, like, cutting edge exciting. And it really wasn't all that great. They just did the silly string thing, and I felt great <laughs> disappointment. <laughs> It was like, I feel gypped. My parents had to buy like four pizzas for all of us to get glasses. That's terrible. Yeah. No, I I, I, I do remember that. And I I remember sitting there going, and with my pizza, going, this pizza has more 3D than this show. And I'm like, get me more pizza. Like, what? I don't get it. I don't understand. Are Are the glasses broke? Like, what's the deal here? Yeah. And then now, like, all the kids. Like, they take those 3D glasses and they pop out the lenses and then they just wear them around town. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> when, who said that was cool? I need to know these things. <laughs> I feel so out of it now. <laughs> You're wearing, like, glasses with no lenses. And I'm like, what are you doing? It used to be, like, not cool to wear glasses. Now, <laughs> you're wearing... <laughs> Oh man. Uh let me see here. Um uh, Kimmy, let, let me ask you about this photography thing and we'll, then we'll take a break. So okay. so Kimmy, you're 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 taking these photos now, which I think are awesome. Um oh, thank you. and 
Um, and I'm going to be asking like all this stuff at some point because I'm starting to get interested in it. But um, let me Are ask you really? some geeky questions. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me ask you some geeky questions. So, so do you have like one of those huge like digital SLR type cameras and things? I do. I just got it um, in January or February. I have a Canon, um, a Rebel T2i. It's not like oh, yeah? super fancy. It's not. Um, they call it like an amateur DSLR. It's not like the professional kind that, you know, the paparazzi and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. those are like $8,000. Yeah, it's not too <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's totally not a bad model. Everything. No, no, it does everything that I need it to. Um, but I've always kind of thought that even like those point and shoots, you can take really great pictures with point and shoots. In fact, I know he's a he was in Chicago for a long time. His name is August Bach. He only used point-and-shoot cameras, and he has some just amazing pictures. He just finally moved on to the DSLR. But um, so I think it can kind of take these pictures. It's just it does limit like your time exposure and like light when you use point-and-shoot. But other than that, I think it's just any camera you can you can make it work. I know people always say, "Oh, I can't take good pictures because I don't have." you know, a fancy camera, but I don't necessarily believe that. Even the iPhone, I, I have an iPhone, and it, it amazes me with the kind of pictures that it takes. They are, like, gorgeous pictures with this little, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, camera phone. I'm just starting to mess with kind of some of the manual settings, which I don't know anything about, but it's kind of oh, interesting cool. looking at that stuff, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm reading a little bit about it, and it's interesting what people can just do, because I just have a little point-and-shoot camera. But yeah. I, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start somewhere. But I'm starting to learn all these little dials. Well, not really dials, but settings and things. And mm-hmm. um, um, so, so you can. I guess you can change things from the camera itself, and then there's you can do post production or something like that. I don't yeah. know if you use any kind of editing software after that or whatever. Um, I do sometimes um, because I I was never taking a class for like photography. The way I learned was I'd go on Flickr. And I'd look up their, um, like, each picture, with each picture, it stores in the pixels, like, um, the settings in your camera on how that picture was taken. And I would just, they have the option of, you can look at people's, it's called EXIF, I can't, I don't know how they pronounce it, but their data. And if I saw a picture I liked, I'd look at how they did it and how they set their um, camera settings, and then I would do that, too, until I figured out how to do it with, like, different sunlight things. And that's how I learned. Is because I've never taken any kind of classes, and those manuals it, it gives me a headache to read if I don't have the attention span <laughs> to read yeah. a manual. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do a lot of things by right? um, even point shoot, putting it on the M setting. A lot of a lot of things. Yeah. Do you use Instagram um, Doc? Um, I, I I I. I didn't um, until it was bought, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I should check this out. <laughs> um, I did. I, I, I'm on Path, and uh, which I what I I started on it, and then I saw some of those um, same little filter things that Instagram has, mm-hmm. and I think those are kind of interesting to use. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just kind of fun stuff. Um. Uh, I'm sorry, Instagram Kat, we're like, app. We're like, well, no, I have the Instagram app. I like that. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize, if, did you say the iPhone camera has settings? Well, um, yeah, they have some settings that you can ex- um, do, like, exposure and some stuff like that. But there's um, a bunch of programs 
that they sometimes offer for free um, if you download them, like, off of, not off of iTunes. Um, I don't know if some people don't like to do that, but, like, Snapseed, that's a really good post-processing app that um, has, it basically puts, like, DSLR effects onto your iPhone photos, and it's real easy to use, and I was really, really impressed by it. That's cool. I mean, I have fun just with the Instagram. Oh, yeah. I, I like yeah. Instagram a lot. I have about 100 pictures of my cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, well, I have one, yeah, I have one picture that I posted. Like, I just mainly play with it for some reason. But I have one picture posted. It's my kitty, my little kitty. Well, one of my little kitties. <laughs> but, uh. But, no, it's fun to play with. Like, I like to take whatever existing photo I have and just play with it and see what different kind of things I can do. And oh, yeah, So for yeah. some reason, I'll just, I, I don't post them for some reason. I don't know. Like, I guess, like, I'm shy about that. I don't know why. Like, what if people think my, my photographs suck or something? I don't know why I don't do that. I mean, I'll, I'll post twit pics sometimes, but not for the fact that it's a great picture, just because, like, like, I posted a picture once, uh, this chili sign. I saw this sign I saw in Chili's that I thought was funny, so I posted on Twitter. <laughs> but not for you know, like some people post pictures, and you can tell, like with Instagram or whatever, and it's a cute picture, but they also did some cool stuff with it, so they're kind of showing their artsy side yeah. too, you know. Yeah. So I like that. I love yeah, the, what Instagram uh, does. Yeah, I've I've kind of been delving into Instagram a little bit, and I. I, everything is like a competition now, like, you know, with Twitter, try to get the most followers and try to, like, that save star thing, which is, is fascinating to read because people are really funny and they do deserve, like, credit. But with Instagram, it's, like, the same thing is there's people taking, like, amazing photos and then it it's just, I don't know what my point was, but <laughs> it's, just, it, it's just, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just fascinating how, like, talented and creative people can be with, like, a phone, whereas... I think, like, five years ago, this wasn't even ever considered to be – I never thought about it five years ago. I never thought that I could take quality um, – I think there was even, like, an MLB photographer, you know, during spring training when they take – I think it was with the New York Yankees. They take, like, professional headshots of these uh, basketball, uh, baseball players, and he was using Instagram to um, take these, like, uh, Derek Cheater's photo, and they turned out pretty well. I mean, they're tiny photos, but it still turned out, like, with, it looked cool. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing what we're doing now with photography, and it's um, people are very talented and creative, and I'm now nowhere near that, but I like it, and I, I just try to – we'll see where it goes. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, why don't we take a quick break here, and we'll, we'll end with some interesting stories here. So, uh, uh, so uh, Kimmy, if you can hang on for the end, sure. we'll uh, we'll get to get your comment on some of these things. And uh, Kat, uh, take more cough medicine, and um, <laughs> we will. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back here. More out of it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's, let's take a quick one here. Let's see. Uh, well, actually, this will be a longer song, about four minutes. We'll be right back here on the Night Shift Show for the last segment of the show here. Uh, we'll be right back.
And welcome back to the Night Shift Show here on the Block Talk Radio Network. Just 15 minutes left here on the show. And I want to circle back here to uh, Liz here in the chat room uh, who uh, gave some uh, cool comments here. She, she was talking about um, uh, photos. She takes, she takes photos with her iPhone and edited an iPhoto. said, uh, my dad was a photographer and my brother learned from him, uh, which is kind of cool. So we're back with uh, – uh, with Kat and uh, Kimmy, and um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting you're talking about photography. I mean, you know, people talk about you know whatever stuff, and uh, um, uh, I, I'm always mysteriously trying to figure out how they make things look the way they look. Um, and uh, um, and I saw Kimmy your photos there, and I was just really cool that you're trying to experiment with this kind of stuff. So I think it's really neat. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I. I uh... I've been doing the long exposure stuff lately. I've been kind of um, like I'm enthralled with how that looks and how you can manipulate the way things look with just a long exposure. So that's what I've been doing. I I should probably take a break for a while because everything's been long exposure lately. But um, it's still fun. So <laughs> that's all that matters, I guess. And, and I've been reading things, and you put it on your Facebook thing too about yeah. just like just like walking around town and taking pictures and stuff, and that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I really wanted to go downtown and, and pretend I was like a photojournalist and do like the um, NATO like protesters, but like my mom called from California and like Justin, my boyfriend, and, and like my friends were like, "Don't, you're not a journalist. Stay at home, please. <laughs> Don't, because you're gonna end up arrested." Yes. Just <laughs> don't don't do anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's probably wise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, because when I saw all that happening, I'm like, uh, and I saw that, and it is, I'm like, I think Kimmy's gonna go down there, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> well, that's what that's what everyone at work was. I had like a day off that happened to be like, I think it was the Friday before and they had like a staff meeting. And the next day I went to work and they're like, Oh yeah, we, we all said that you were downtown in the middle of like the protester March. I'm like, I was at home. Leave me alone. I was told I can't go down. I was listening. I was being good. But everyone knows I do. I do. I like to go like downtown and just like, there's so many things going on in Chicago that is just fun to be a part of. And, they have these, like, on the weekends, they have farmer's market in the springtime and summer, and there's always just things that are interesting and fun, and, you know, it's just it's just cool. So I like to just do that. It gets me out of the house, and it's relaxing. And, yeah. uh, well, that's cool. I mean, I mean, yeah, every town, you know, has those little things yeah. that they have. I mean, I mean, yeah. Kat, I mean, I, I know that you, you probably have some interesting things that happen around where you live. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, really, not really. Yeah, well, know. I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, interesting down here is uh, what are the drug cartels doing now? No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's Ooh, not like yeah. living in Chicago or a big city, you know. what I'm saying, but being on the border of Mexico, yeah, we have our own kind of interesting things, but it's Ooh. not cool like living in New York City or Chicago or you know California somewhere. It, it's it's the I live I pretty much live in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. But I mean, you know, even though it's the area, like for instance, 
yeah, I live in a small town, but it's a bunch of small towns all grouped together. Mm-hmm. So there's there, it's growing so much that it's they're starting to say that we're probably they're probably going to make like from here to San Antonio like one big metropolitan area or something. I forget. I hear stuff like that, but it's not like a big city. It's heavily populated. We have a lot of things, but it's not like a big city or anything with tall buildings and all that kind of stuff. I have a well, question. When, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, when you said that there was like 40 babies that were born that one day that was really busy, is that like your norm or is that just a weird freak circumstances? And that, but that's pretty much our norm. Well, I mean, that's a wow. busy day. Well, that's a busy day. But, like, I'd say we average at least between 17, 22 babies in a 12-hour shift every day. That that seems like a big area unless people just have – they're just having babies all the time. That, that's no, just, they have, that's <laughs> all they do down here. <laughs> well, you know, but there's I mean, not a whole lot to do, I guess. I, I get, yeah, exactly. But, no, I mean, it's like this is just in one hospital, too. You know, I mean, we are, like I said, very heavily populated area. It, mm-hmm. it, but it's like, um, you know, we have, like, all the – the, the what do you call it the uh, chain restaurants and stores uh-huh. and things like that it's just not like a like a big city and we have convention centers where we have concerts and stuff you know it's it's not like oh, sometimes nice. I think you know when people think oh you live on the borders it's just like nothing there just you know people might think there's nothing here and there is stuff here it's just not like it's not like anywhere else I've ever lived I'll just say that but um, yeah, no, that's our that's pretty much. And in the summer, between twenty and thirty babies every single day in just the day shift, just like oh, wow. twelve hours. I know. I mean, th- there'll be two, three deliveries going on at the same time all the time. Like it's just like it's insanity, and it wow. still freaks me out. You know, it's, it, I've been here how many years, and it still amazes me that that this many people can be pregnant at the same time, this many people can be born every day, and that we're just not totally like China and, you know, wall-to-wall people everywhere. (laughs) I know, that's amazing. I can't even fathom just in one hospital, 30 new little people in one day. Wow. I know, it's crazy, crazy. Because you know that many people don't die every day in this area, right? It can't happen like that. I mean, you don't see that many obituaries. Yeah. In the paper every day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, and I just think how, how is it? Because I know in Texas, in the state of Texas, we're supposed to be the second busiest, you know, maternity, you know, hospital in the state of Texas. I think the whole state. The whole state. We're the wow. Second busiest hospital. Wow. Yeah. I think we're beat by Parkland in Dallas, which is like a. Uh, County type hospital. Yeah, that's a big hospital. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot bigger than your hospital. I think. I think you probably have more than them. You know, if you know, comparing size wise and things. Because Parkland, I, I've seen Parkland. Parkland's a huge hospital. Yeah, we're like. That's what I heard. We're the second busiest. Well, who knows? Maybe there's some years where we beat them. I don't know. But yeah, that's why I come. That's why I have back problems now. That's why. I, I come home exhausted when I come home from yeah. work. It's insanity. Yeah. Crazy. But 
and, and you know, like I said, it just still, to this day, it amazes me how many, that many people can be pregnant at one time. Because, you know, you go out to the store, yeah, I see pregnant people around, but it just seems like it's how busy we are. It seems like every woman should be pregnant right now. <laughs> Stop, yeah. my baby. <laughs> My back is oh, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. We have a few minutes here left. Uh, so, Kimmy, before I let you go, did I see on your Twitter or Facebook feed there that you're thinking about moving? Is that it? Are you, are you thinking about that? Or was that just yeah, really I move it? Yeah, well, I'm moving from where I live now in the suburbs into the city. And it's, it's actually like I, I'm so – you know, I'm very set in my way. So I go to, like, one grocery store, and I know how long it takes me to get from, like, my home to my job. And now it's like I'm going to be living on the other side. I'm living – I'm going to be moving to, to Wrigleyville, like where, well, Wrigley Field is. <laughs> and I work, like, on the south side of Chicago, so it's, like, disrupted my whole, like, routine. I'm going to have to do test drive to see how long it takes me to get to work. <laughs> Wow. It's going to take me like 40 minutes instead of like 15 minutes, but it's okay. Because uh, it's worth it, right? It's worth it. Kind yeah, of, maybe. plus it's in, like a, <laughs> it's in like a nice part of town. It, it's a it's you're, a good area. Yeah. You're, you're, you're keeping your other place, aren't you? You could say it. It's okay. I've thought about <laughs> it, but I, I am moving <laughs> on my stuff. <laughs> you know what? It's like... When I first moved here, I didn't even have a bed. So, like, I, I've always said, you know what, I'm not going to do that again. I moved around, too, a lot. This is, like, the first time I've stayed other than, be, like, living in California where I was, like, living at my parents' house. This is the first time I've stayed, like, in one general area for longer than a year. So it's been, uh, like, it's been good because I feel more at home, but it's yeah. still, like, I'm not going to be in a position where I don't have, like, a bed or... <laughs> A dresser, so everything's going into storage. And Justin was like, "Thanks, that makes me feel good." I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> I can't believe you talked like that." Myself. Wow, dang! No, I always did that too. Yeah, I mean, when I moved in with guys and stuff, like, well, no, I mean, the other guy I lived with, he lived in my house. But when I moved in with a guy, and when I lived in Austin, I had all my stuff in storage, my couch and everything like that. Yeah, you know, because I'm like. I guess maybe I never thought of it that way, but maybe in the back of my head I thought, well, in case I ever needed it, <laughs> which I did, I definitely needed it. Not that I'm saying you will. I'm just saying that I, don't, you know, I didn't even think of it that way. Is why am I saving this stuff? But maybe that was it. Like I didn't think, like, oh, well, let me sell all my furniture. No, I mean, like I just, I, I like my, I have a really good friend that I work with, and she was, I, you know, she talks to me, she talks to me real, and she was just like. If you are going to sell everything, then put that money in the savings and don't touch it. And I, I completely appreciate where she's coming from, and she's, she loves Justin and everything's fine. But it's just, I think it's just kind of realistic. I mean, it's it's a tough economy. It's, it's tough to be out there. I, you know, I like most people, we kind of live paycheck to paycheck. It's just one of those things, and so I have to be smart about it. It's, I'm not hoping that it fails, but. I'm going to make sure that I'm covered in case something happens. And that could be anything. I can go crazy. I have a crazy gene. It's okay. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. Well, Kimmy, uh, thank you so much for calling. This was, it was so delightful for you to call in and, uh, and chat with oh, us. Well, and I really, you. really appreciate Sorry, it. Uh, time. 
No, 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 no. no, it, it, no. It, it's Thank always fun when, when you call in um, and, uh, you know, call in any time. I really appreciate listening to the show and, and chatting and, uh, and uh, you know, making fun of us. It's always a good time. And I will follow up with you on, on the on the photo thing because I'm really kind yeah, of Yeah, anytime about. you want. Anytime, I don't know how much I can help you, but anytime you want, just, you know, you have my number. Okay. Thanks, Kimmy. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Kimmy. All right, so uh, Kat, we come to the, to the end of another show here, and before we end, I want to give, a, again, a big shout-out to Liz uh, for uh, listening uh, in the car and then in the chat room here tonight, so thank you so much, uh, Liz. Um, and uh, Kat, yeah, you have, any, you have anything else for us uh, here this evening? I have a little thing at the end here that I'm going to do, but, uh, um, but do you have anything else for us here uh, this evening, Kat? Not that I can think of, just I had a great time. Thanks to Kimmy for calling in. Thank you, Dr. Anonymous, for another great show. Uh, I'm going to go take some more medicine. And <laughs> That's right. I hope you're feeling better there, Kat. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I felt good enough, you know, I felt good enough to call in. It wasn't like, it's not one of those colds where, you know, it just knocks you out, you know, one of those bad ones. But, uh, you know, I just. Yeah, but I'm not all there. Like, my head feels real foggy and stuff. Like, so I probably didn't make a lot of sense tonight, but... Um, no, you're fine. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had a great time. Uh, thank you so much, my friends. <laughs> always, I love doing this show. And the BG songs are great, too. Rest in peace, Andy Gibbs. Are they all dead now, or is it just two of them? You know, I don't know. I'll I'll have, I'll have to check Wikipedia on that. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia. You know, I mean, everybody makes fun of Wikipedia and stuff, including me. But I still look at it. For I mean, I feel like I still look at it. I, you know, whenever you Google something, Wikipedia is like always the first thing to show up, and I always check out Wikipedia. I always check out the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Don't you admit it? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> we all make fun of it, yet we all read it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Kat. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, take take some more medicine and uh, get some you know get some more rest. You've been getting a lot of rest today, so but thank you so much. Thank you, and thanks everybody for listening. Wow. <laughs> All right, and uh, so that uh, that ends the show here uh, this evening. And uh, thank you so much. We just have like thirty seconds left, but uh, uh, just to kind of end the show. I mean, it is Memorial Day weekend, and uh, you know, I just want to uh, just take a moment to to thank all those out there who. Uh, you know, served our country and uh, are serving our country and have given their life for our country just for me to do stupid stuff like this and to be on the Internet. And um, um, I've seen a lot of that stuff on Facebook and on uh, Twitter today, a lot of pictures and things of remembrances. Uh, but uh, thank you so much uh, for all that you do out there, and uh, I mean, we'll never be forgotten. That ends our show here this evening. There's no show next week, uh, but uh, keep track of uh, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Uh, and facebook.com slash famedrocks. That ends the show here this evening. My name is Mike Sevilla, and uh, we will talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody. <laughs>